Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? UQQ Part 6 Episode 208 or Ultimate Question Quest Part 6. This part or this episode loops us back closer to the first question thread. This is Part 6 of the Ultimate Questions of the Meaning of Life. Joy to Christ, faith to witness, change of heart to this question of number four, what is the atonement? This will likely be the most loaded and biggest of all the questions. There isn't enough time in a lifetime to properly detail this out. However, I'll do my best in this short podcast moment to at least introduce it and share some details. Atonement is quite literally at one mint. It encompasses a single word for all things Christ has and will do for each of us. So, what are those things then? As a few references before I walk through the summary. One of those references is a book entitled Jesus the Christ by James E. Talmadge. It is not an easy read, but if you want something that is truly comprehensive about the atonement in Jesus Christ, this book will give you that information and amazing resources. Another is from the Bible, the New Testament, specifically the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the book of Acts. These ones encompass Christ's life as well as after his resurrection. The third reference is from the Book of Mormon, specifically 3 Nephi chapter 11 through the end of 3 Nephi or chapter 30. For those of you who don't know much about the Book of Mormon, the Bible takes takes place in what's referred to as the Old World, Jerusalem, Egypt, Israel, that kind of area. The Book of Mormon largely takes place in what's referred to as the New World. So kind of the northern part of Central, I'm sorry, the northern part of South America, Central America, and the southern part of North America. In the book of 3 Nephi, chapter 11 is when Christ comes to the Americas and visits with the people here after his resurrection and shares a great deal of knowledge and inspiration from him regarding his life and his gospel. And then the final one is from the Bible, the Old Testament, the book of Isaiah. Now, not everything in Isaiah is specific to Christ's atonement or Christ himself, but a lot of it is. Also, like the book of um, Jesus Christ from James E. Talmadge, Isaiah is not an easy read. It is very poetic in the way it is written. But again, it gives some good references. So with these references and my own knowledge, I will now attempt to summarize the atonement. I am imperfect, mortal, and limited, so I may speak erroneously or incorrectly. Warning given. I will attempt to begin chronologically in the order to the best of my abilities on what is comprised of the atonement. The first is what's referred to as the council in heaven and his plan. So for those of you who haven't heard this phrase, council of heaven, before we were all born into this existence, arguably before this existence was created physically in any case, 
We existed as spirits under Heavenly Father's reign, his literal children. And during that time, there was discussions occurring about what would happen to all of us, where we would go after we would be spirits. And that led to this physical existence. During that period of time, there were two plans presented on how this physical existence would be approached. One was presented by the oldest of the children, the oldest son specifically, Jesus Christ himself. The other by the adversary. This conversation isn't to go into the details of this council. Needless to say, the important part is that when Christ presented his plan, there are two key things. The first one is, he said that we would not be forced to make decisions, that we would have the freedom to choose. And then the second is that he, through the atonement, would give us the opportunity to overcome sin and death through the resurrection and other things that I will talk about. So those are the key things that came out of that. The next part of the atonement is the creation of all things through Heavenly Father's direction. The third is the power and authority he granted to various people at various times throughout history at various levels, such as Adam and Moses, and then later to Peter and so forth. The next is the knowledge he shared to his prophets that we find in things like the Bible, the Book of Mormon, and so forth. The next is his birth. The next is his establishing his church during his ministry, both in the New Testament as well as in the Book of Mormon at the time of his mortal existence or after. The sacrament at his Last Supper. The Garden of Gethsemane. Now, not a lot of people truly understand what took place here. I would argue that no mortal truly understands what took place there. However, some have a greater understanding. And if I could summarize, at this time is when he bled from every poor to atone for the sins of all. It began here, but it didn't finish there. After the Garden of Gethsemane was pain, humiliation, and other terrible things that occurred to him leading up to the cross. And then his death on the cross, which really culminated two things. The first one was it ended his suffering for the sins of all beings. It began at the Garden of Gethsemane and ended on the cross. And then his actual death. It talks about in the scriptures how he overcame two things, spiritual death and physical death. They're slightly different in their results, though. After his death on the cross, he was resurrected three days later. That created an event, an event that will affect, not may, but will affect every single person who was born. And that is, he overcame death for us all. So we will all be resurrected. What that resurrection is, that's a conversation for another day. Just know that it is to be brought into perfection physically. Um, no more maladies and so on and so forth. Also, he overcame spiritual death. However, that is more of the journey, the things that we must do to achieve. Through, 
let's see, I already talked about the resurrection and overcoming spiritual death. The next thing is post-mortality. So basically, after Christ's resurrection, others were resurrected at the time and have continued to be resurrected since. But after all people have been born and died, there will basically be, I hate to say a mass resurrection, but a period of time when all beings will be resurrected. The next is a post-resurrection advocate with the Father at the judgment, leading to our eternal destination. Some say one part or another of the atonement is the most important. However, if a single part of the atonement were missing, it would all be for naught, truly an alpha and omega. So what is the atonement? It is the series of actions taken by Christ, past, present, and future, that give us hope. Hope and purpose that there is something bigger than this mortality, something beyond the now, not the oblivion some fear, something bright and hopeful. Normally, I'd end with the next question. However, I feel that this is big enough point that I'll stop here for now. Take a moment to touch some of the info on this in some of the references that I gave and see how it affects your heart. Thank you for listening.